Thanks for joining us for another edition of To The Point, a Bucati Company's podcast to deliver valuable insights into topics that affect HR professionals and business owners. I'm Mary Amundsen, Managing Director and Head of Compliance for Bucati Companies. You know, in prior podcasts, I've been joined in the studio by colleagues who are subject matter experts on the topics that we're exploring, but today I'm flying solo. Um, we're addressing issues in the compliance area, and those issues fall into my wheelhouse. So certainly there was no shortage of regulatory activity in 2019. Let's just do a little breakdown of some changes and regulations that were adopted in 2019, and that will undoubtedly impact your business in 2020. So we'll start with the EEO-1 pay data saga. Um, Um, That's gone on for several years. It started under the Obama administration in 2016, and it continued to play itself out in 2019. For a little bit of refresher, under the Obama administration, employers were supposed to include that pay data as part of their EEO-1 annual reporting requirement. But before the requirement took effect, the Trump administration came in and they suspended the ruling. Then that was followed by litigation. And then in early 2019, a district court judge ordered the EEOC to reinstate the data collection requirement. And the judge said the effort wouldn't be complete until the percentage of EEO-1 reporters had equaled or exceeded the mean percentage of prior year reporting. So the EEOC thought that when 81% of eligible filers had submitted their pay data by November of 2019, they asked the court to declare the effort completed, but the judge had something different in mind and basically said the EEOC needs to continue collecting that pay data until January 31st of 2020. That deadline, as we know, is just a few weeks away. I mean, what does this mean for employers who have to complete this somewhat onerous requirement um, as they file their annual EEO-1? Will this finally be put to rest where we're going to have to continue reporting? Uh, We don't have a crystal ball here at Bucati, but I can tell you we'll continue to monitor the issue and keep our clients informed. And a great way to stay informed is to check out our blog copy on uh, Bucati.com. So let's move away from the EEOC to ACA or Affordable Care Act news. In July, the IRS lowered that affordability threshold for 2020 to 9.78% of household income. Um, In 2019, it had been 9.8%. So employers, you really have to be mindful of these changes and adjust those premium contributions for the first month of 2020. Let me tell you what I see happen sometime. If a client has a mid-year plan, let's just say they've got a plan that renews in July of 2019 and it runs out through June 30th of 2020. If they're tight, if they're very close on those affordability percentages and forget to adjust those in January of 2020, they're likely to get an employer mandate penalty. So advise you to take a look at those premium contributions and be sure you're within that threshold. And then while the plan sponsors of both 401k and 403b, they've been following this hardship withdrawal change that the IRS has been addressing um, over the past year. Um, The final regs didn't come out until September. So certainly plan sponsors don't have to allow hardship withdrawals from their retirement plans. But if you do, you have got to follow these rules in operation of your plan as early as January 1st of 2020. Now you've got until December 31st of 2021 to adopt the plan amendments formally, but our suggestion is don't delay making those plan amendments while the topic is fresh on your mind, get this requirement completed and prevent missing a deadline. And then from the Department of Labor standpoint, there's been a lot of back and forth on that overtime rule. 
Um, they finally issued a final rule on the overtime pay of September. So effective January 1st of this year, employees who learn, earn less than $35,568 per year, they're eligible for overtime pay regardless of their duties. So this threshold was raised from the $23,660. We've covered this issue a lot throughout the year for our clients, but if you haven't yet reviewed your employee classifications in response to the ruling, it's really time to do it and no later than your, your first paycheck or the first month of the year. And as they do every year throughout the year, the IRS announces new contribution limits to the various tax-favored accounts out there. So it was no surprise that in November they came out with new limits for flexible spending accounts and 401k amounts. You can read those too on our blog, but just the, probably the best news for those of us who are 55 and older is finally that 401k pre-tax contribution rate was increased by $500 to $6,500, and that amount has, uh, hadn't been moved since 2015. So nice to see that edge up. And then the year closed on you know a high note for many of us right after the, or, excuse me, right before the Christmas holiday we learned that three Affordable Care Act taxes that ultimately affect the cost of your health insurance were being eliminated. So the Cadillac tax, which had been talked about for years, it was gonna levy a 40% excise tax on health plans that exceeded a certain cost threshold. That finally got the ax. The health issuer tax was eliminated finally. That had been uh, put on the sidelines, reinstated back and forth, but it, it's uh, now gone to its grave. And then there, uh, the tax on medical devices was repealed. So, um, but Congress, you know, they, they, what they give, they take it away. They did reinstate the PCORI fee. Um, it had been set to eliminate at the end of 2019, but it was reinstated for another 20, excuse me, another 10 years starting in 2020. That fee is assessed on all fully insured members in your plan. It's not clear what the amount is going to be in 2020, but it's likely to probably be around $2.50 per covered life. So 2019 certainly was a busy year. We've kind of quickly ticked through some of what I think are the more relevant issues that employers need to um, be mindful of as they head into the new year. And hopefully you're prepared for the new changes, your business, um, and you've got your business house in order. I really do want to wish all of you a prosperous, ha happy, and healthy new year. And thank you for listening to our To The Point podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Bucati services, please visit our website at www.bucati.com, or you can check out our growing podcast library.